0: Well, welcome to the Todd Coconato podcast. My name is Pastor Todd Coconato. I'd like to welcome the Remnant Warriors to the broadcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you are a truth seeker, somebody who's willing to stand for the full Bible, you're a believer in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you want to follow the ways of his word, which is the BIBLE, then I believe you are a Remnant Warrior. And so when I say that, that's what I mean. You're willing to stand you're willing to be uh, somebody who stands for the full Bible in 2021 and beyond, and uh, that, that would make you a remnant warrior. So that's what I mean when I say welcome, remnant warriors, to the broadcast. Hey, listen, today's going to be a very important show, and so if you haven't listened for a while, then today's the day you want to listen. If you have been listening, thank you for being loyal and being a part of what God is doing in this ministry, and we are constantly on the front lines uh, I can't even tell you publicly how much we've had go on in our life this last year, or a little bit more, uh, as we've been fighting for this election. Especially, uh, it's been brutal. I've, I've literally had um, security issues twice at my residence. And uh, you say, "How can that possibly be?" Well, it believe it. it it's actually true. Um, and uh, it's just the world that we're in, and I just take it as part of the calling, and we press ahead in victory knowing that there are armies of angels around us, and your prayers, by the way, thank you so much. I absolutely love when I read, when somebody says, Pastor Todd, we're praying for you. Thank you. That means so much, and I can't even tell you, and your support, it just means the world. It's, It's allowing us to be able to do these very crucial, critical, and important things that we're involved in right now, as we're on the front lines, and I'm going to break some stuff down. As I said, this is a show that uh, if you haven't listened for a while, this would be the one to listen to. Because when I go to different places, people often say to me, "Pastor Todd, tell me everything. I want to know everything." And I will tell you that that actually makes me cringe a little bit because I don't. At least I, I think a lot of people aren't really prepared for to hear everything. Let's just be honest. And I, I don't. I mean that with all respect, but I think some of the truth is so dark and so upsetting that it it literally, when once you know it, it's hard to unknow it and it's hard to think about other things. All of a sudden, it puts a lot of things into perspective. So I'm gonna talk about some of these things because I'm sick and tired of being banned and I'm sick and tired of self-censorship. And uh, the reason why I don't talk about a lot of these things is because, unfortunately, the platforms ban you when you talk about these things and you become deplatformed and I will tell you that affects a lot of different things because when you're a deplatformed individual, it's it's hard for you to communicate to the public. It's you know, now President Trump, he's a deplatformed individual and he's found a way around it by having his own website now and putting out his own information. And this is kind of what we're doing now on the uh, the conservative side or the the right or whatever you want to call, it, you know, the Christian community that is that is being banned you know, we're learning to get around it. We have RMNT News, or you can go to remnant.news, uh, rmntnews.com, same site, or you can go to toddcoconato.com, and we have uh, made these sites where they are very strong now. Uh, we we had our cyber attacks. We've had them try to take us off the servers and all that, so we got the private servers, and we have the, you know, the, uh, the people that fight the cyber warfare. It's kind of crazy that this is what we have to do, and by the way, that all costs money. That all costs money, and so... uh I can't even tell you, It's. It, there's days when we, we literally live on a wing and a prayer, but we know that this is a calling that God has put on us for this time. It's not just to stand for the full Bible, which is, you know, the main part of what we're doing, but it's also to speak the truth. And I'm going to read something here out of John eight thirty two. John eight thirty two in the word of God. And it says, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. So uh, before that, the John, um, you know, the uh, same, same ver- uh, chapter, uh, which is John 8, and I'm going to read uh, 32 here because I think that's important. Actually, 31. It says, Then Jesus said to the Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed? And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And they answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and we never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever, sorry, I'm reading the old King James here, Whosoever committeth sin is a servant to sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever." If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. All right, that's uh, to my friends on, on the broadcast that like the Old King James. You say, thank you, Pastor Todd, for reading out the Old King James. I do read the New King James. I do read other versions, by the way, but I mainly, because when I was in Bible school, we mainly used the New King James. So that's the one that I usually read. But I don't know, for whatever reason, I pulled this up and it was in the Old King James, so I read it from from there. But anyways, I digress. Do you understand what that scripture says? Is is that if we're in Christ and the and the Holy Spirit comes into our heart, gives us discernment, gives us wisdom, and we and we dedicate our life to Christ, we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set us free. So people say to me, they say, Well, Pastor Todd, do I really need to know all the stuff going on in the world? Do I really need to know all the deep, dark, ugly stuff? I mean, we already know Jesus is coming back. I'm ready for him to come back, and that's all I really care about. And I want to get people saved and you know, spread the good news. And I would say you're in a pretty good place if that's what you're doing. You're not in a bad place. But but I do believe that God wants us to dig deeper so that we can be watchmen on the wall and that we can be uh, waking up other people. And, and also, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. Now, there are some heresy hunters. I just want to let you guys know, every time I say anything doctrinally, every time I say anything, you know, other than the news, and I start getting into scripture, somebody writes me and they say, "Well, that's not really true what you said," or I have to call you out. So I just want you to know, I I appreciate your your emails. I am definitely accountable, um, but I I you know I can't answer every single one, especially if you're attacking me. Uh, I probably won't answer you because it's just you're coming from the wrong place. Uh, but I'm open for dialogue. But you know, just be careful because I'm doing my best. I'm on a live broadcast here. So I can't, once I say something, I can't take it back. So sorry. So sometimes I misspeak. Like the other day, I think I said one word wrong in a scripture and a very dear person wrote me and they said, I, you know, I've heard you say this scripture twice the same way. And it was, it was incorrect. So, you know, please forgive me if I misspeak here or there, but I, a lot of what I do is off the cuff and out of memory and I just I need you guys to just have some mercy on me too. But at the same time, I do appreciate when you write me. And so I'm not mad at that woman that wrote me. It was it was very kind of you to do. Thank you. So anyway, I'll make the correction. I'm not um I'm not ashamed to make a correction. I am human and I do make mistakes. And by the way, I'm pointing to Jesus, not to Pastor Todd. So please make sure you always know I am pointing you to Christ and not to Todd. Not to Todd's ministry, not to Todd's ministry name, none of that. We're I, I hope that we're pointing you to Christ in a closer and deeper walk with him, ultimately. And that is a good portion, by the way, of the letters that I do get, is people tell me, you know, I've been listening to you and I've become closer with Christ or I've rededicated my life. And that that just makes me extremely happy because that is my ultimate mission to go and make disciples of the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. That is my great commission. That is your great commission. As believers in Christ, that will ultimately change everything. So I understand, actually, my dad's one of these people. That says um, you know I don't, why do I need to know all that stuff I don't need to know it all and yet maybe your spouse is one of those people. I, you know all I need to know is I'm saved and I need to know the Bible and I you know I can get people saved and well that's all good stuff if you're really doing that. I'm not against you I'm not mad at you but I do think it's important for us as watchmen as people who understand the hour that we're living in as people who are awake, as people who are engaged in this spiritual warfare, because that's what it is. Listen, when you have a pastor whose family and, and who's, literally whose house is being attacked because of speaking the truth on a radio show and, and, and podcast, you know you're in dark times. Well, I would love to say I'm the only one, but actually there's many people that I know that have dealt with the same thing because there's an attempted communist coup. I hope you guys know that. There's an attempted communist coup that is is already well underway in the United States of America. The world knows that they're watching. I know people on the left will say, you're crazy, but no, that's the truth because history repeats itself and you can go back to past communist revolutions and we're literally going play by play. It's actually amazing to me that more people don't see this, but unfortunately, many people have scales on their eyes and they're blinded or they're willingly would rather uh, listen to their favorite sports star or Hollywood celebrity who is telling them that people like you and I are crazy because they're calling what's good evil and what's evil good. So we know the hour is late, whether we're in the end times or the birth pangs period, we definitely know it's a very late hour. We're seeing, you know, prophecy taking place before our eyes. We're seeing the Bible come to light before our eyes, whether it's in the Middle East and Israel, whether it's you know, all the debauchery and, and, you know, immorality that we're seeing and the pushing of the uh, transgenderism and, you know, all the different genders and, you know, moving away from biblical values and morality and everything that the Bible says to do, they're basically saying is bad now or it's hate, hate monger. I have a pastor who's vocal, a friend of mine, and they call him a hate monger. They call me a hate monger sometimes. How are we hate mongers? We are trying to point out what's happening. And so, anyway, I'm going to get to the nitty-gritty here because I know you're saying, all right, well, Pastor Todd, tell us. So, anyway, I've been holding back a little bit because, number one, they'll ban you from the platforms, and so you have to keep that in mind. I don't want them to be able to completely ban us even though we have the websites. But number two is, is that they target you and your family. And, by the way, this isn't just like the um, the leftists and the Antifa and, you know, BLM and all those guys. I'm not just talking about them. Yes, those people, too. They'll, they'll come, too, and their puppet masters and the people that are paying for them behind the scenes funding them you know they'll they'll point in the direction like yeah go after this guy we found this out we know this is why are they writing stories in the mainstream media about a podcaster or about a radio host or a pastor they're doing it they're doing it ladies and gentlemen and they do it very strategically because they know who's over the target so we got that all the way here's the deal i'm gonna just let some stuff out today number one Hollywood people, in order to get to a certain level in Hollywood, you pretty much have to sell your soul. And when I say pretty much, I mean you do. I have seen this firsthand at two record labels that I was affiliated with in my younger years, and also being in the movie industry. Now you say, "Well, I thought you were an actor. How'd you get in the record labels?" Well, I was doing some work in Hollywood. I'll just say, and you know, there's a lot of crisscrossing between the movie studios and the record labels because uh, you know you're in Hollywood. You're right there. And uh, sometimes you'll do some work for one company and then you'll do some work for another company and sometimes you'll do voiceovers and sometimes. So anyway, I found myself at a record label in Hollywood, a very well-known record label, by the way, that did a lot of hip hop. And, uh, you know, I started to know some of the people that worked there. This was probably in the late 90s, I would say. And uh, I started to know some of the people that worked there. And then I'm, you know, I'm a I'm a networker, I'm a kind of guy that, you know, I guess people say I'm a friendly guy, you know, so I, I I made friends there. And I I made my way up in, you know, I wasn't really working there. I was just kind of affiliated. You know, I would I would go in there and do certain things as like a freelancer, you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't working for the label. But I was working with the label. On, you know, some of my friends were recording, you know, like, again, there's crossover in Hollywood. You have actors that are also singers, and that's why you go to the record label. So I was around Disney stars. You understand what I'm saying? So so you go to the record label with them, and they're your friend, or you're dating them, or whatever the case may be. Anyway, I found myself there, okay? Now you understand. So I did some work. I'm trying to remember what the initial connection was. It might have been somebody I was dating that said, oh, by the way, you know, my boyfriend Todd does this, and then somehow I started working with the label, because I do play music. I play keyboard, and I sing And back in the day, I actually used to rap too. Can you believe that? So, so anyway, I find myself at this this label and, and I get to know people there and I start making my way up to kind of the higher ups. And I started, I found the most peculiar thing, and this is before I was saved, but it was the most peculiar thing. They were praying over a record over a, I think it was a CD at the time, but it might have been a record still. They were actually uh, praying, praying over it, but it wasn't to God, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't to God. guess who it was to It was to the enemy and I thought it was a joke. it was like an intent in- enchantation. I thought it was a joke. I was like, what in the world but you know I I wasn't really spiritually in tune at that time, but I was trying to figure out what the heck was going on right so I'm like, what are you, what are you guys doing there? Oh you know we're <laughs> we're just we're just uh, you know putting a spell over this over this album you know it's, we're just putting a spell over it and I was like, what? And, you know, I got, it just kind of, I remembered that. And then I spoke to some other people who work with the label. And then later on, I became a Christian and I actually saw one of the people and they were a Christian and we talked about this, but, but they, they had actually worked there and they said that they saw this all the time. And so that was weird. Now, again, another weird thing in my testimony, I don't like to talk too much about my past because, you know, I, I like to respect the people that are in my life now, if you know what I mean. But, but you know, I did date several Disney celebrities when I was younger, okay? And uh, and that's just, I think, part of the journey that the Lord allowed me to go on. You know, when I was in Hollywood, I was young, I was single, I was in the industry, and I dated people. You know, I was dating, right? I'm a heterosexual male. And, uh, and you know, one of them became pretty well known uh, to the point where they're pretty much a household name, you know, millions of followers and all that. And and I watched her being controlled by Disney. Now, we didn't go out for too long. I think we went out like about a year. And then one of the other people was like the same, like a year. And then I dated one person, I think, for three years. And she wasn't as big of a star, but she definitely had some friends that were. And so anyway, I'm saying that because I saw a lot of Disney stuff. And I saw a lot going on in the industry when I was in Hollywood. This was all, you know, before I was really in the ministry. Um, I think I had already been a Christian by the... By the third person that I was talking about that I was with three years, we, I was a Christian, I was a minister at that time, but you know, she was still kind of involved in the, in the industry, but she had already kind of got out. But when she was younger, she was very deeply involved, and she, one of her best friends is one of the biggest Disney stars in the world. So anyway, I'm saying this, I'm trying to give you a little bit of background here. So it's not like I just am saying it to say it. I knew um, I knew that the, the people uh, in the industry were being handled. I knew that there were what they call handlers. And these handlers were very uh, controlling of their lives. They they would tell them, you know, who you know who they can hang out with, where they can go, what they can do. And and there is something that I noticed from a young age is is there's a lot of sexualization that happens to these young stars. So, you know, these these people were young. I mean, we were all really young, like in their early twenties. But they would play the part of even younger because they looked younger. So even though they were like in their early twenties, they would play the part of like in their teens on the show. You know. And, and they would sexualize these young people. First, they would have them really innocent, really, really innocent, and get all the young people to follow them. So everybody like has their posters on the wall and they're all following them. And then what happens is later, all of a sudden that same star, they start sexualizing them and then they do the most grotesque things. And this was all bizarre, again, for me to watch this all. And I was trying to like understand this as a young person, like why are they doing this? You know, Now it all makes sense because as an adult, and now that I've been in the ministry for many years, and I understand the demonic agenda. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a demonic agenda against your children, and I have to tell you, Disney is involved. And I know some of you don't want to hear that, and I know some of you say, well, it can't be true, or you're a conspiracy theorist, but I'm telling you the background here, and it's all verifiable what I just said, by the way. I'm, I'm sharing my personal life and journey with you because I want you to understand, I saw this firsthand, and I also saw some people being molested. I also saw the casting couch happening. You know, I, I saw a lot of different things that people say, well, oh, well, maybe it's a conspiracy theory. And and there have been people that have died, ladies and gentlemen, died for sharing this. Okay. And that's why you have to be careful. I mean, because you got to remember, there's a lot of people that have tried to come out over the years. And when they do come out, they die. And so in Jesus name, we cancel any assignment of hell against me for speaking out. In Jesus' name, I know you're interceding and praying for me right now. But you have to understand, this is what started me on the journey many, many, many years ago to get to me to where I'm at today. So it's not like you know. I, and then when I became a Christian and I went back into Hollywood for Hollywood Live Radio on KKLA in Los Angeles, that was around 2011, uh, and then I was on the radio there I think till 2014, talking about what God is up to in Hollywood. So then I had you know, as a Christian, I went back into Hollywood, and we would have Bible studies in Hollywood as a pastor I would have you know people's homes certain uh, you know high level people in the industry would invite me into their home to minister to groups of like 20 or 30 people that would come out and there'd be some celebrities in that group so God redeemed my childhood he redeemed my 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 younger years of of being involved in in Hollywood as a child and, and in the, you know in the music industry and the and the movie industry and the commercial industry and 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 redeem that, so that I went back into Hollywood. I believe I had the authority and the anointing to go back into Hollywood because God redeemed my life and set me free, and I was able to go in there and minister to people because I knew the devil's playbook. Are you tracking with me? I know this is a different episode today, but you got to understand, I want to give you the context here because this is why I know this stuff to be true, and you can't tell me it's not true because I saw it with my own eyes. So when I went into Hollywood uh, again as a Christian, And did Hollywood Alive Radio and and worked with a lot of Hollywood ministries and pastors. And I saw a lot of compromise, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of compromise with the pastors in Hollywood, which really grieved my heart. And I would have uh, very kind confrontations with them over these things and say, well, how come you don't tell this person that's sitting in your ministry on the front row in like almost like a VIP section in your church that's a celebrity, you're not mentoring them. You need to mentor them. You need to show them. Oh, well, we don't want them to leave or we don't want to scare them off. I'd say, no, pastor, you need to mentor them because they're not going to be set up for success. And many times, unfortunately, and I'm not saying I'm always the right one, but this was happening many times was I would see a celebrity come into somebody's church in Hollywood And they would get like the VIP treatment and everybody's so excited that they're there, but they're not being mentored. And the pastor's not telling them what they need to really know in order to really survive in Hollywood. And they're compromising in their career and it would drive me nuts. And then later on, you would see the same person that was once in the church, all of a sudden out there doing some bizarro thing, totally sexualized thing or saying they're non-binary or whatever the case may be you know, all the weird, bizarre stuff that we see. And this is, you know, I think part of this is because as the church, we didn't really confront the sin. We've got to confront, look, if you really want to be a Christian, here's what you got to do. You got to change everything. You got to follow the ways of the wor- of the Lord, not the world. You got to put the things of the world, you know, you got to repent and turn from those things. It's not, it's not just like a club. You don't just come here to be cool. This isn't like, you know, just another club. This is church. And church is the body of Christ, the ecclesia. And we need to stand for the full Bible. Why do you think I'm so adamant about standing for the full Bible? Because what I saw in Hollywood was people not standing for the full Bible, only standing for parts of the Bible or preaching these messages. I hate to say it. They were more like motivational speakers. And so these celebrities would come there and they'd be, ha ha, yeah, I go to so-and-so's church. And they're not even serving Christ, ladies and gentlemen. And again, I'm not here to be judgmental. But the problem is, is what happened with these people would fall away because they weren't rooted and they, their sin wasn't confronted. So, you know, I do the radio show in in Hollywood for was it four years on KKLA? And then we started the podcast, and you know, it's just the Lord has done so much over the years, it's just unbelievable, and it's been such a journey. And and the way I got from Hollywood to government was because I noticed as a Christian who went in there redeemed, set free, healed, and delivered, and I saw with the different set of eyes, and, and through the eyes of wisdom and discernment, I saw that there were handlers and there were people behind the propaganda this was all connected to guess what government because government had their hand in hollywood and so does china by the way this all goes together it's very complicated and so what we're dealing with right now is an infiltration from within and that infiltration includes china and many of our justices and people in in you know positions of authority in the States and, and and government have been bought by China. Guys like Kemp. I hate to say it, but you know, that that what do you think Kemp was so afraid? Well, first of all, Kemp's uh what was it, Kemp's daughter's boyfriend was in a car that got blown up. He worked for Kelly Loffler. So that was a, a signal from China saying, Hey, you better not do anything, Kemp. We got our eyes on you. We're gonna send a message. It's like mafia. And that's the truth, ladies and gentlemen, is it is like mafia. They take people out. Michael Jackson. They take people out all the time. And this has been going on, gosh, go back to JFK. This has been going on for a long time with the infiltration from within. It's deep. It's dark. It's ugly. Yes, there's sex trafficking networks. Yes, they're connected to Hollywood. Yes, the people in Hollywood are selling their souls in order to get to positions of prominence because that's the only way unless you go around Hollywood like guys like Kirk Cameron and others are doing. Where there's now a Christian alternative where there's Christian studios and that's going around the big studios. But if you went through the big studios and you became a mega celebrity like a Beyonce or you're doing a Super Bowl halftime show, you better believe you've sold your soul. And I know it's a lot to say, and I know people are going to get mad, but if you really want to hear it all, this is what, you know, people tell me every day, I want to hear it all, Pastor Todd. Well, we're going to start from scratch, and we're going to we're going to break it all down because it's time that the body of Christ understands how deep this is. Your sports organizations sold out, part of the deep state, propagandized message in sync, in tune with the mainstream corporate media that's owned by six corporations, 90%. And guess who those corporations are? Have you ever looked at the six corporations? Well, let's go over them real quick. All right, so you heard me talk about Disney, okay? Check this out. You're going to trip out on this. (laughs) Trippy, man, trippy. Listen to this. Disney owns ABC, ESPN, Pixar, Miramax, and Marvel Studios. Wow, Disney. Disney has been involved in pedophilia for years, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, years. I know that you don't want to hear that, but there's so much darkness. Look at the Disney movies that come out right now. They're almost all evil. They're almost all witches. They're all, you know, they got horns. They're they're just just they're they're pushing propaganda on our children and so many Christians see nothing wrong with Disney. They think that it's a conspiracy to even think that Disney could possibly be involved in any type of witchcraft or pedophilia. But it's just the opposite. Take it from an insider. I'm an insider. They mess people's lives up, ladies and gentlemen. Those women that I was telling you about, thank God, uh, the ones that I dated, I think they ended up okay because they got out. They became Christian and got out, most of them. Maybe one of them didn't. But the thing is, is that their friends and the people that we hung around and the people that I know messed up. They need deliverance. Their lives have been ruined, destroyed. Now, do people do get out. People do get out, so I'm not saying that it's not redeemable, but many people don't, and sometimes people die. They get on drugs, they get involved in a very, very dark lifestyle, and there's there's really hard. You know, it's really hard for them to return. So that's why we, you know, we have people of God that are in Hollywood, houses of prayer, people of faith that are sent to Hollywood to pray and intercede for those that are in Hollywood and to get them out. People on sets. That's for years. That's what I. That's what I did. Is I helped those people that were the Christians in Hollywood. And, uh, and that was before, you know, God kind of moved me over into a more national government type of ministry uh, because I came from Hollywood and I understand the premise of what was going on there. And then God said, OK, it's time to now move. And so I just was obedient. OK, Lord, you know, if that's what you want me to do now, I understand why, because I've literally just gone down the trail, the plumb line from Hollywood to government and understanding that this is all connected. It's not anything. Listen, if, if you want to put this through the test of the Holy Spirit, please do. Please ask the Holy Spirit, is this man telling the truth? Because I've risked my life for years for this. So, you know, you can, you can say I'm crazy and there will be people that say you're crazy and they'll write me some really crazy, mean emails. I don't care. I don't care. Send me things at my house, whatever. Send, some people send things to my parents' house. They think it's my house. You know, whatever. Do whatever you're going to do. Okay, I'm here to speak the truth because the truth shall set the captive free. I'm here to tell the truth. Time Warner, which is Warner Brothers, Time Warner... They own CNN, HBO, Time, Warner Brothers, CBS. Oh, by the way, they own Showtime, the Smithsonian Channel, the NFL.com. Ah, Jeopardy! 60 minutes. Are you are you seeing what I'm saying here? News Corp. News Corp, okay? Supposed to be the good guys, right? I mean, at least they have somewhat more conservative outlook, but but don't trust them. They're controlled opposition. That's why Fox is really toxic, and so many people in the body of Christ get all their news from Fox News. Be careful. It's News Corp. They own Fox, Wall Street Journal, and the New York Post. Um, check this one out. GE, General Electric. They own, Com- own Comcast, NBC, Universal Pictures, and Focus Features. And I can go on and on, ladies and gentlemen, but I think you're getting what I'm saying here. Six corporations control 90% of the media. Back in 1983, the media was owned by 50 companies, 5-0 in 1983. It's now been consolidated to six corporations. President Obama, when he was in office, uh, made it legal. Yes, this is also a true story. Made it legal to propagandize the American people before it was illegal to do that. He changed the law. Uh, you can find that information um, if you put in. Um, let's see, BusinessInsider.com. You can you can put it on a search engine. Business Insider. Put Business Insider N D A A legalizes use of propaganda. And uh, the uh, now they've tried to you know kind of change this around. I, I I noticed that Google has now um, put some fake news stories up on the top of the search. You used to be able to just put Obama legalized propaganda and it would come right up. Now you got to go down about four or five. This is what Google has done because it's. By the way, Google is another one of these corporations, Alphabet Inc. In with the government uh, conspiracy, and and no, it's not a conspiracy theory. They are in 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 bed with the CIA, and uh, and by the way, so I mentioned earlier, you know, I got to deal with Antifa and you know all the the hit people on the, on the left, and so thank you for those that are able to support this ministry. Because we we use that um, for all these different things that we're fighting. Um, and, 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 you know, we need it. We need it because otherwise we're not going to be able to do what we do. And you know how many people write me and say thank you for what you're doing? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But, you know, we, we need your support too because we're in a war. And, you know, this is a tough calling that I got to walk out here. It's very, very difficult. And, uh, the, you know, I have to stay absolutely prayed up and have intercessors around me. This is no joke, ladies and gentlemen. This is no joke. But I'm willing to put it on the line so that we can all be awakened and know what's going on. So the NDAA, uh, I'll just read real quick from the um, the article. It says the newest version of the National National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, includes an amendment that would legalize the use of propaganda on the American people. So that was the uh, the the bill that Obama put through to legalize propaganda, and that's when the news really started getting really weaponized. And that's what it is now. And that's why President Trump says the news is the enemy of the people. And so the news works in tandem with the deep state, with the CIA. Look up the church commission. You might want to get a a pen and a pad and rewind this podcast and go back and start writing some of this stuff down so that you can research. But look into um, the church commission, the church commission. And you will find that um, it's actually called Operation Mockingbird, Operation Mockingbird. And Operation Mockingbird was the CIA having to admit that they used the mainstream corporate media to disseminate propaganda and to push their agenda. And what is their agenda, by the way? Their agenda is globalization and one world global government. And they are—they hate the Constitution. They hate your freedoms to speak and to bear arms. And yes, there was another shooting today. And yes, it was probably a false flag. And I'm going to get to some of that. Because again, people say this stuff is just so far out there, what you're saying, Pastor Todd, you sound like these conspiracy people. Well, you know, say what you will. But that's why I'm giving you actual documentation because we need to walk through this document by document so that you can do the research and say, no, it's not conspiracy. Even though some fact checker somewhere... That's been given like some authority by Facebook to tell you what's true and what's not. Well, those are the same fact checkers that said that the virus started in the wet market from a bat. And now we're finding out, no, it actually started in the lab, which was what we've been reporting. If you've been following Remnant News reporting for over a year. So it takes the mainstream corporate media over a year to admit the truth. And that's why I'm saying hold on and hold the line because we're also reporting and we're true reporters. We're actual real Christian Reporters with a conscience that have to answer to God and a higher you know, a higher calling. We can't we don't not just answering a man, we're not just worried about being invited to some cocktail party in DC like a lot of these other people that are on the radio or some of these opportunists that are making two point five million dollars to throw events just so that they can take the saints' money. That's not what we're doing here. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to sound angry, but we, we actually care about the body of Christ and we're not trying to be opportunists. We're trying to get people awakened to understand the absolute battle that we're in. This is a war for the future of this nation, and that's why we're willing to put our lives on the line because it's. if we don't, what What else? What do we do? We just give it up? Because that's a lot of people say, I'm getting really tired. I'm getting really tired. Yeah, I I get it. The Bible says do not grow weary in doing good, but the thing is we can't grow weary because if we do, then it just becomes a vacuum and the saints of God and the righteous remnant that's holding the line and fighting against all this wickedness and darkness. And we know that Satan basically rules this world, but God is the one who sits on the throne and, and controls all things, heaven and earth. But, you know, this, this world has fallen. We're in it, but we're not of it. You understand what I'm saying? I know somebody's going to write me about the Well, Satan doesn't really control the world. I'm not. You understand what I'm saying? If you're a doctrinally sound Christian, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. The battle is not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. And we are in a war. And this battle has escalated because the spirit of Antichrist has risen up in this late hour. The Bible says in the end times, it'll be like the days of Noah. Wickedness. They will call what was good evil and what's evil good. That's what they're doing. We are here. That's where we are. Now, Pastor Todd, do you think President Trump will get back in? I don't know. We're praying. We're believing that God is is responding to the prayers of the righteous. We're believing that what was done in darkness will be brought to light. And as the saints and the intercessors are praying and we're repenting and we're getting, you know, on our faces before the Lord and pleading and, and, and asking his mercy for this nation, we are seeing in Arizona... Fraud being exposed. In Georgia, fraud being exposed. In New Hampshire, fraud being exposed. In Wisconsin, fraud being exposed. So we are praying and holding the line so we can't grow weary and we have to keep showing up every day like Isaiah in Isaiah chapter six. Send me all go, Lord. That means breaking through the lies and deception of the enemy. If we wanna be a remnant believer, then we can't be showing our kids some demonic Disney movie. It doesn't work, saints, because we're indoctrinating them with the lies of the enemy. I know that's so hard. Trust me, I pastored for 17 years at a church, and I would talk about Disney, and I would get so many families mad at me, and this was, you know, just because I had been in it, and I knew how dark and evil the company was, and it's not just Disney. There's a lot of these. I'm just giving one company, but you got to be careful because this is a war. This is a battle. So people need to know what's going on. And this is, if we really want to be this remnant army, we need to be equipped and we need to understand the actual battle landscape here. Because the Hollywood, it's all connected, ladies and gentlemen. Hollywood, the sports organizations, why do you think they're all taking a knee? Why do you think they're pushing all this division? Why do you think they hate the national anthem? Why do you think they hate... Come on, it's spiritual. I know some of you guys are really big football fans. Trust me, I get it. My family is big football fans. I get it. Okay. And and I love movies. I mean, I love watching a movie. So this stuff is disturbing to me. But when you start realizing that Hollywood and government and it's all connected and there's propaganda and they're all pushing this on us in order to push us towards this agenda and it all kind of works together, then we understand what battle we're actually in because the biggest trick of the enemy is to try to convince us. That he doesn't exist. And many people just don't even want to get into this game. They want to just stay on the sideline and never say anything. And they're in that crowd. They say, well, I'm saved and I'm on my way to heaven. The rapture is going to come soon. And that's it. Meanwhile, the kids are, are literally in this battle. They're giving them hormones. They're, 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 they're castrating them. Come on. Is anybody talking about transhumanism? Is anybody talking about this whole demonic agenda? Barely anybody. And that's why there's so much heat on people like me. Because the ones that are get all the heat and the attack. Then people say, Well, what can I do? Pastor Todd, please help us. We we can only go as far as 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 you know we're helped to go. I can only do as much as I'm able to do by the resources that we have. And we and God provides, but we have a monumental task. We're trying to awaken as many people as we can. We're in battle with some of the most demonic. I mean, I haven't even gotten into the the way that the you know the Obama administration and now I, I call Biden the third term of Obama because that's what he is, and they weaponized these these other companies you know they, like the IRS they weaponized the IRS they weaponized the FBI. Why do you think Trump has so many issues with with these you know different agencies? Well, those are exactly people that are going after him. Think about it. These are weaponized against the patriots, against the Christians, and anybody that thinks this is just political, I get in a big ugh. I don't want to say arguments, but nice spirited debates about people. That, well, this is political. No, it's spiritual. It's spiritual. It's a battle between light versus darkness. That's what we're dealing with here. Stop saying it's political. We will lose this nation so fast it will go down just like all the other communist revolutions because they're playing by the same playbook and they're far advanced right now. Only the Lord can stop it. Now people say, well, do you think it's going to happen? Yes, I do. I think the Lord is going to intervene. Why? Because I see the righteous remnant. We're part of that. We're part of that group that's on our faces, that's repentant, that's asking the Lord for mercy. And I believe he responds to the prayers of the righteous. So I'm hopeful that. But we've got to continue to wake more people up. And people have to understand. I know this is uncomfortable. It's super uncomfortable to talk about. This is my life I'm talking about. I lived this, ladies and gentlemen. I don't often share it. But I just feel like we need to start talking. People have to understand where I'm coming from. This is very tough stuff. This is spiritually crazy stuff. But this is reality. And when you start looking at the local news and you have all this in mind and you realize, yeah, they're part of the propaganda. And almost everything they say is propaganda. Almost the entire newscast these days. Then they're pushing the vaccine. Yeah, they want you to be an experiment. They want you to be an experiment on an experimental vaccine that changes the RNA. The RNA vaccine. This is a different type of vaccine. It's not even really a vaccine. There's a lot, a lot of there there. And so when they have these mass shootings, and we'll end it on this today, and then we'll get back into this, I think you guys are going to enjoy this type of teaching. I know it's dark, but it's also light, because you know what brought me to Christ was knowing the dark. You know what brought me to Christ was is that when I was in Hollywood, I saw the demonic. It was so evil and so wicked. It was almost like I was in a movie, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not even kidding. The demonic was so deep and so dark that I said, this is so dark that I was literally drowning spiritually, gasping for air. And I called upon the name of the Lord and the Lord saved my life and pulled me out of this dark, dark, dark world so that I could flip the script and then expose the darkness, expose it in the name of Jesus. And there's authority because I came from that darkness, but I now I'm in the light and I've received the Holy Spirit like in Acts chapter 2. God took me out of that world so that I could expose it and I'm telling you this whole thing is going to come down ladies and gentlemen because the saints of God are rising up and we understand the battle that we need to be in. We understand that it's either that we're bold and we speak the truth because the truth shall set the captive free otherwise we will lose it. So it's now or never and that's why I'm willing to put it all on the line. I'm willing to put it all on the line. So that we can understand this battle and we can win because we're gonna take back this territory and we're gonna take back this nation by the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. It, it makes the demons tremble, it makes the demons flee. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you've gone through some stuff, listen, we gotta stop judging the people. You've been divorced, okay? You're divorced, so repent and that's it. Move forward. There's only one unforgivable sin that's the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. You've had an abortion. It's a horrible thing, but you know what? Repent and move forward. I'm not going to judge you or condemn you. Move forward. In Jesus' name, I've done some awful things in my life, but I repent and I'm so tired of us eating our own. I'm so tired of us thinking there's no redemption. So it's a, you, you got to redeem somebody. You got to build them up back again. You got to minister to them and exhort them and, you know, have them repent and turn from their wickedness. And I mean, there's ways to do this. We can, we can rehabilitate the saints. We got to stop eating our own. Like, oh my gosh. He sinned. Well, yeah, all have sinned. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. God is calling the misfits. He's calling the prodigals. He's calling the people that are the least likely, the King Davids, the Donald Trumps, the people that the church would probably never pick but are God's first choice. You may be one of those people. And I'm I'm with you and I'm for you because this is what this revival is going to look like. It's going to be messy, but it's going to be orderly. Orderly in Christ, but messy, ladies and gentlemen. Because we're, we're going for these people that have been in the darkness. We're going to pull them out in the name of Jesus. We're going to get them delivered. We're going to get them set free. We're going to get them on fire for Jesus. We're going to get them going back into Hollywood and letting more people know. Hallelujah. Know the truth that sets the captor free. The ultimate void filler. His name is Jesus the Christ. And they can try to ban me or deplatform me. Whatever they want to do. God is with me. And if God is for us, who then can be against us? I don't know about you. I'm about to start having a church service up in here right now. Come on. All right. Listen, we're going to have some more of these shows like this. Let me know what you think. Write me. Tell me you heard the show and administer to you or Todd, you're crazy. Don't do that anymore. (laughs) Let me know what you think because I think it's high time that we start speaking the truth. People have to understand this all connected, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to connect China. We're going to connect the deep state. We're going to connect it all. Pray for me. Love you guys. Bless you. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless.